Welcome to the Free Will Science and Religion podcast. I'm Chandler Klebs, and I'm here today with George Ortega, and we're going to be talking about the logistics, the details of how we're going to get this podcast out there and, and bring in co-hosts and all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Okay, so like right now, there's, I think, about 10 or 11 of us. You know, not all of us have, have um, been on, on podcasts yet, but basically what this episode we want to devote to like we've developed a kind of like a, um, a, a protocol for how we communicate about this, how we just kind of like, you know, um, arrange for the recordings and how we upload them all. So that's Chandler and I are, are going to use this time to explain to you how we do this in order to encourage you to join us. In other words, right now we have 10 or 11 co-hosts. Our, our minimum um, goal is to have 14, you know, so we have like, you know, an average of like um, two people doing a podcast every day. But, but again, we, we, we'd want to get like 20, 30, as many co-hosts as possible just to, to give um, the audience as much of a variety of, of, you know, of this exploration of free will as we can. Yes, um, and there's a benefit to doing that because when you see that there's different people who live in different places who, and who have different religious or political um, affiliations, you know, and yet they all understand that free will is an illusion and they don't blame each other for their differences. You know, this, is, this has a tremendous impact because, you know, um, I have very strong disagreements with some of our other co-hosts, for example, about the subject of, of, of abortion or, or euthanasia or capital punishment, those sort of life and death issues. Those tend to be the things that people disagree on. But we can discuss them peacefully because we're not blaming each other. Like, you should just choose to believe and do as I do. And I'm like, well, it's so weird because under the free will belief, you blame people for being immoral because what they, they think is right is not the same thing as what you think is right. So I've become a lot less um, – I don't know what's the word for it. I've just become a lot less – Judgmental. Hostile. Yes, I've become a lot less – um, judgmental and hostile towards those who disagree with me. I I agree, and I've felt the same thing. I've I've done like a TV show um, here in White Plains and in Manhattan for several years with my co-host, and and you know Nick. Sometimes Nick will just like he won't let me finish a sentence. <laughs> Like he constantly interrupts me and it's driven me mad sometimes. And like the cool thing is like I constantly remind myself, wait a minute, it's not up to him. It would be like so incongruous for me to kind of like you know, really, really get angry with him when the theme of this show is that like nothing is up to any of us. And because of this, we should be much more understanding. So it is very helpful in that way. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is if I was dealing with the with, you know, Nick, um, Probably what I would end up doing if I had audio recordings, I would just silence out the times when he interrupted me. <laughs> well, yeah, that works. But like, you know, for example, like we do like the man, the live, the Manhattan show is live and it's yeah. not just a matter of silence. If you're trying to say something and then he's kind of like saying something midstream, it just makes it much harder to finish what one's saying. Well, yeah. And you had, you've had to tell him to shut up before. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> And, but again, and, go ahead. Yeah, but you're not mean about it. You, it. you know, it's just a thing. Well, you know, I've got to say this thing, so you need to shut up. And that's, 
Yeah, Chandler, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. I, I, I tell him to shut up. And I, actually, I've stopped doing that also because, like, you know, I don't want it to be misconstrued and all. But, yes, the way it, it came across, it was, it was kind of like, you know, just playful in a, in a sense. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, All right, so let's so gets back. Let's get back. So basically, this is our tenth, I think, or so podcast in a week or so, and and I want to just tell the audience like one thing we do is we have a Sunday group call. There's usually about five or six of us on the line, and and we actually decided as an experiment to create podcasts of these group calls, and I think it went well. You know, like um, uh, so I think we're gonna continue to do that as well yeah it's great um i i thought it was very interesting we had felicia last time um and yeah she was i don't remember exactly anymore what she was saying but i just remember it was very interesting <laughs> oh yeah and another thing so like for, for these like 10 podcasts every one of us understands that free will is an illusion we haven't had one person yet that believes in free will, but I think we want that to happen. So if you're listening out there, if you want to be a guest on, on this podcast, you know, just contact any of us again, any of the 10 of us, because what happens is like, we all like right now, Chandler and I are doing um, a podcast. We're both going to upload this, this podcast to the internet archive and YouTube. So, you know, there'll be two versions. So just contact, you know, one of us and, you know, what Chandler, what's it? Um, I'm thinking that eventually, eventually, we, we might even have some some free will believers as co-hosts. Where we we won't. I don't think it's a good idea to allow them to do an episode on their own, like Gary does. Gary does these episodes where he just like, you know, he doesn't use a co-host, but he understands that free will is an illusion. So like, if we ultimately have free will believers as co-hosts on the podcast, yeah, if we pair them up with somebody who understands that free will is uh, an illusion, then I think, you know, the audience can like get a better perspective of why free will is an illusion because we'd have more arguments to, to be able to kind of like, address and answer. Yes. This is actually very interesting because um, part of the problem is that um, when you have um, only people on a podcast or show or whatever, who are all already of the same opinion on a certain matter. Well, then you don't get to hear the debate, you know, and the debate is actually good. But what I find is you either have um, people like us that are, you know, like hard determinists or free will impossibleists or incompatibilists, you know, and who like, we know that free will is an illusion, but then people think that it's all just our club here and, and, you know, and they think that if some libertarian came and told us that free will is true because determinism is false, that, that, that suddenly they would beat our logic or something. And then you also hear you know, whole sermons in churches and stuff about fr free will and how God gave us free will. So I think the two views need to come together so that people get to hear it. For example, you know, the, I, I think it was good, you know, like say when um, – uh, Ken Ham and Bill Nye were debating the creation evolution thing. I, I thought it was very, very interesting because then you're hearing two completely opposite guys take turns saying what they say. And I think that it's more interesting than listening to either of those guys solo. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Chandler. Um, are you still there? Yeah, uh, I'm, something yeah. Cut? Oh, good. yeah I'm Excellent. still here. 
Okay, so yeah, and so here's the thing, like we we it may take us a bit of a while to reach out to free will believers and and persuade them to be guests on the show, but like another way we can approach this is like um what Gary did in one of his um podcasts recently. Basically, he he um went to a YouTube um video, I think it was a 15-minute video or something where a guy was defending free will. And basically, he went to the comments comments section. There must have been like 10, 20 comments. And he just basically read the comments, you know, that were kind of like defending free will. And he would basically offer his responses as, as to why these comments were mistaken, why, why the logic was flawed and all. So I think that's, that's another way that doesn't necessarily require that we actually have a guest on where we could be like, you know, presenting the arguments for free will. And, you know, describing why they don't make sense, why they don't really defend free will. Yes, it's an excellent idea, really. Because, um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that I've wanted to do, um, if, I, if I ever figured out the right way to do it, is I've wanted to tear apart compatibilism and just how mistaken it is. <laughs> well, absolutely. Um, you know, Kant, I think, called it a wretched subterfuge. And I think William James, who was the founder of, of American psychology, called it a quagmire of evasion. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense at all. Basically, compatibilists, just for our audience, compatibilists, for the most part, say that they acknowledge that everything has a cause, that everything is deterministic, that everything is a result of cause and effect. Yet they continue to defend free will. And like as Chandler and I you know, will point out, the only way they can do that is by redefining the term free will so it makes no sense. So it, it actually has nothing to do with what the current debate is about and what the debate has been about for, for hundreds, for a couple of thousand years. Yes. It, the, all the types of compatibilism that I've, that I've encountered don't truly allow for the whole moral responsibility and deservingness that, um, that free will believers require, basically. Yeah, well, a compatibilist, some compatibilists will say, well, you know, yes, everything is is causal, everything is deterministic, but we're still fundamentally responsible because, like, nobody is coercing us. There's nobody that, that's making us do what we do. That reasoning completely ignores and evades the fact that our genetics and our, and, and actually, you know, it, it's impossible to 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 evade the influence of others in, in who we are and how we develop to be with we are so so actually we are being coerced by society in our beliefs and in our actions and all yes i mean it's true you know people just the fact that we have laws you know and that people don't do certain things because they are they don't want to be sent to jail they don't want to um get in trouble with the law they don't want to get in trouble with other people so people are still coerced there may not be a person holding a gun to your head but there's still threats uh, you know, there's still fears of how people will treat us if the, if they know that our religions are different and or something like that. You know, it, you, that you disagree with them politically or something. Some people are mean like that. <laughs> I hear you. All right, so let's get back to like the logistics of our podcast to, to attract more um co-hosts. So like, if you want to be a co-host, basically our minimum commitment is if if you're if you're um able to do two podcasts, two half-hour podcasts each month, then you can be a co-host. 
you know, so, so that's, you know, that's, I think a reasonable or minimum expectation. And, and like beyond that, you know, it's not completely necessary, but what we're doing, for example, um, like on this pod, podcast, Chandler and I are both recording this, you know, because like, you know, Chandler's in Missouri, I'm in, in New York, we're in completely different places. If you want to pot, you know, you can co-host from this from England, from Australia, from anywhere you, you live. And so like basically what we do is like we both record it and then, you know, ideally we, we look for the, for the best of the two recordings, but if both of them come out well, well then we'll just both upload them to Internet Archive. You know, it's a free website that hosts um, both video and audio. And then we, we use this panel that one of our co-hosts, Trick Slattery, created. It's an excellent panel, panel um, for our podcast. And then we make a video of this podcast and upload it to YouTube. So th that's really the, the two requirements of, of, of um, being a co-host, that you, you co-host twice a month and then you upload – the episode that you've co-hosted co to your account. It's your personal account. And eventually once this gets going, we're still in preview now, you know, um, in sometime in April, we'll, we'll launch this officially. But, um, but that, at that time, then we're going to have an official YouTube channel and an official iTunes channel, an official internet archive channel. But until then, we're just like uh, uploading it to our own individual accounts and again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of like a it's an endeavor with 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 minimal requirements, you know. And, and also, we want this to be fun. We don't we don't want this to be work. Yes, um, this is very excellent. And I want to mention for people who aren't aware of how exactly how we're recording this is, we are doing it through Skype calls, and we're using a program called MP3 Skype Recorder. And what's really awesome about that is that let's say that other people. They don't. They aren't necessarily interested in being our co-host, but they still have an idea for a podcast or something. Well, they need to know that there's software tools out there that enable you to do podcasts recorded with people who live in different places. So I just thought I want to mention the tools we're using for this. Yes, Chandler, and also like we got, we we should mention that both Skype and MP3 Skype recorder are free. Yes. You know, you you download them from the Skype um, um, website and from the I think it's like allvoipcalling.com for the MP3 Skype recorder, and so it's all free, and and absolutely. And, and in terms of the logistics of of, of scheduling, um, for example, like we've created a calendar online that when you become a host, a co-host, we'll give you a link to how you can access this calendar. And then let's say, for example, you're free. Right now we're we're recording this on a Tuesday. Let's say on a Friday afternoon you'd be free to record a podcast. Then what would what you do is you would just put your name and the and the suggested time on the calendar for Friday and between now and Friday any of the other co-hosts who's also free at the time would see that you're available at that time, put their name there, and then we're also ex exchanging emails. You know, so they could contact you with email or through Skype or something, and you might want to talk about how, you know, if you're going to have a theme on the show or not. So basically the logistics of organizing this were kind of like streamlining it to make it as simple and, 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 and effortless as possible. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, is, this is so awesome. I mean, I, I, I'm just – I'm just overwhelmed by the power that the internet allows for this information to spread because I have to say, George, 
if it weren't for the internet, then there's so many things we couldn't do, you know. But now there's no limit to information. The world's changing partly because of this. Oh, uh, Chandler, yeah, I think you know, like, if if it weren't for the internet, you, you know, the kind of initiative that that we've undertaken over the last several several years, or whatever, it it wouldn't really be possible. Because in other words, like. You know, especially with like, you know, part of the Internet is like Amazon creates space self-publishing that didn't exist, you know, uh, a couple of decades ago, uh, a decade ago or so, whatever. So like so like back then, without the Internet and without these self-publishing tools, it would have been pretty impossible for for people to like um, to refute, to challenge free will in the mainstream press. Because like, you know, you know, people would, would have thought, oh, no, this is like this. This is like an, an assault on our belief systems. Like you know, they wouldn't have allowed it. So the free will. Yeah. The Internet just gives us that freedom. Yeah. I really like that. It's kind of funny how we realize that we don't that our will isn't free, but we have more other types of freedom to make up for it. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, Chandler, that's a good point, because a lot of times one of our challenges in in explaining to the world why nothing is up to any of us, why we don't have a free will, is in, in really explaining what the term free will means. Because like, you know, a lot of times people will take free will to mean, for example, political freedom that like, that, you know, in other words, like just because here in the United States, we're freer to say what we want than people, let's say in, in China, then that for some reason that that means that we have more free will than the people in China, which you know it's confusing. <laughs> oh yeah, but believe believe. Okay, George, this is crazy, but yeah, I had this I had this Catholic Facebook friend who said I had free will because I could post on Facebook, you know, and is saying, well, you're free to do what you want, so you have free will. And I'm like, that's not what we're talking about, um, because we're we're talking about whether our will is actually free to be different things even th that it can somehow function independently of our circumstances our genetics and conditioning we're not talking about political freedom or how much freedom you have to post things on facebook we're not talking about that <laughs> exactly and this point is so important i mean like at the beginning of all my t tv episodes and of the episodes of the manhattan live call-in tv show we actually define what we mean by free will we may want to start doing this Chandler on, on these podcasts just at least briefly at the beginning of the podcast just give a definition because like and in and, and addition to that I think we may want to devote an entire podcast to defining you know free will to what people mean by it because again there are various definitions but there's one generally accepted definition that the debate has been about for for at least centuries and and that's the one so people need to understand that you know what free will means and essentially basically free will means that that we're able to do what we want to do without anything that's not in our control preventing us that's the real definition it's not about political freedom it's not about you know Know, we've got to come up with we've got to like make a list of all the different kind of like misdefinitions of free will that are out there in order to be able to correct them yeah there's a general idea that free will as we are defining is like where basically it's up to you it's not up to anything outside of you that's making you do what you do <laughs> right and some of these crazy compatibilists they'll say well like you know even let's say you have like 
like um, oh a genetic disposition. Let's say well, what 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 is that um that condition where you just like a person will start shouting obscenities and all um Tourette's syndrome. Yeah, I, I think they call it Tourette's, but I'm not Tourette's. Sure. Tourette's exactly. All right, so so basically they they would be saying that somebody with Tourette's syndrome. Even though they have this condition that they're not in control of, they're not in control of, the compatibilists would say, well, because it is they, the person that's doing that, that's shouting these obscenities and stuff, they're responsible for it because they have a free will to stop. And it's completely <laughs> nonsensical. It really is because, you know, you may be aware of this, but there are people who deny mental illness. They're saying that it's your choice whether you're bipolar or have Tourette's or have epilepsy or autism. They're saying that – and depression's a choice. People blame people for being depressed and that kind of stuff. No, I know. And and, and like you know, you could even extend that, that claim to like physical illnesses like you know, people who have heart disease or lung cancer or something like that are somehow choosing that. I mean it's an insane kind of like um, assertion. Yeah, I mean Absolutely. It, it completely ignores all sorts of environmental factors that those people never could have chosen. Take, for example, people who are, are born with a sexually transmitted disease or fetal alcohol syndrome or something you know, that happened before they were even born that affected them for the rest of their life. How can you hold them responsible for that? Exactly, and that's why that's why this show is so important. The free will belief not only is it like fundamentally, categorically, completely wrong; it's also completely unjust and leads to a lot of a lot of um, unnecessary blame and and accusations and suffering and all. It's it's really really a very harmful belief. Yeah. <laughs> Our channel. I think something else we want to go through is like, in addition to the calendar, we have a um, a forum that we've set up. It's it's on freeforums.org. It's not listed yet. We've got to like get that done. But basically, we use that for communicating. In other words, like, let's say you're a co-host and you have um, you you know you you recorded and uploaded a show today, right? So then you'd go to this sticky forum entry on on that on this uh, or whatever this this forum site and um basically you'd you'd write down a comment that saying the fact that you know like on this day i recorded this episode and including a link and then because like the other part of this is that like we're we're numbering the episodes like right now um i'm not sure whether this is number episode 10 or 11 because i'm not sure whether gary has done one episode today or two and we and chandler you and i did one um yesterday so is this forum is another way for us to keep track of our numbering system and to keep track you know with with links to the episodes of what the other co-hosts are doing we're, we're really kind of like making this very very you know user-friendly so like it, again so like we want to like spend as little time you know, on the work of this as possible and really have this be a very, very enjoyable, streamlined, seamless kind of like a project. Yes. Um, we want it to be easy. It, it, it shouldn't be a stressful thing, really. Because, um, I mean, and, and that's the great thing. What, I, I think that there's an enjoyment to be found in stuff that you're not getting paid for. It's, not, it, it's, kind, it's kind of a funny thing um, because in a certain way, I'm 
it, it, it's even though I don't have free will, I'm more free about this project than say at my job, you know, where I'm sacking groceries, you know, because at least I'm doing this because I, I want to and it's not like someone, it's a threat of like, well, I need to make money and so I have to work this job even if I hate the job, you know. Although I do like my job, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, no, and actually they've done, they've done studies. Even when you like your job, you know, they've done studies that when, when one is being paid to do something, one will generally not appreciate it or, or derive as much enjoyment as if one were not getting paid. And that's what, yeah, we're all volunteers and we're doing this, you know, out of our intrinsic motivation. It's not, for, you know, it's not for any kind of personal, you know, external reward. And that makes it much more rewarding. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. There's a, that's, the, I think that that's the kind of freedom that we want that can happen. Is that we're do at least we're doing what we like to do, and it's not because we're being paid. It's it's at least we in in a, a certain sort of way. Yeah, sure. No, no no one is holding a gun to my head in this sort of case, but I am internally compelled by my by my desire to to it, talk about the deep questions of philosophy and science and religion, and I just find it interesting. I really find. It, the subject of why people do what they do to be interesting. Oh, yeah. And you just made a great point. I mean, like a lot of our show is like, you know, in a certain sense, it's about taking something from people. In other words, taking from them this cherished belief that they have a free will. But we have to remember that it's also about giving people a freedom that they don't yet have. In other words, like this, this, this burden of personal responsibility, this burden of having to blame other people, that's like basically to the extent we overcome the belief in free will, we become free from this burden of blaming and feeling guilty. So yes. it, it's a huge freedom we're giving people, yes. Yes, it's kind of ironic because you wouldn't think about that because what happens is, well, sure, on one hand we're telling people that they don't have the freedom to just – think and feel whatever, whatever they want and change their own desires and ignore their entire past that compels them to be the way they are. But at the same time, once you have accepted that, you start, you stop blaming yourself, you stop feeling so guilty, and you actually enjoy life more because you're able to do what you, what you want and you're not, you, yeah, you don't feel so bad about everything, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. The world needs to understand that we're doing this for two primary reasons. Uh, the first, I think, in my mind is to help create a better world, a, a world with, with less suffering, less blame, less guilt, you know, less of the, the harm that the free will belief causes. And the second uh, reason is that it's about truth. You know, it's about a fundamental fact of human behavior. It, it, it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem wise for our world to almost completely believe that we have this free will. You know, almost all of us have this belief when the exact opposite is true. I mean, it, it seems in terms of just basic, you know, truth and understanding, it, it seems like it's a very, very useful way to, to really like have our consciousness, you know, reflect the nature, the true nature of reality and instead of some kind of like delusional perspective. Yes, and here's what's interesting about it because 
there's no freedom in the truth in the sense that we don't choose what's true. We don't choose what is real and what isn't, you know. So that's 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 an interesting thing. And yet I'm all for this so-called, you know, political um freedom to seek the truth, you know, and that I don't want information like I don't want books banned, information restricted because I think everyone finds the truth if they keep looking hard enough. Okay, that's a good good point. So we've got about a minute and a half left. Again, um, you know, we're looking for co-hosts. If you want to like co-hosts, if you want to help us explain to the world why nobody has a free will, why this issue matters, we're going to be doing podcasts on why this isn't just a, a trivial point. It matters greatly. Or if you believe you have free will and you want to, like, you know, explore this issue with us, just just contact us and we'll put you on a podcast. Yes. Okay, Chandler, we've got about a minute left. Hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I well, I don't know. either, and I, I suppose if we had a free will, maybe we would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that reminds me. Sometime we need to do that podcast like if we had a free will, we would do this and that. <laughs> oh, yeah, like like Nick Vale does, right? Yeah. If I had a free will, I would be like a, a, an Australian hockey player, <laughs> a, a yeah, Chinese yeah. gymnast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if I had a free will will and i wouldn't have embezzled that money and weird stuff like that oh yeah oh yeah the cool thing about this chandler is like there's so many themes that are relevant to this question of free will it applies to our personal lives to our societal lives to our world in general yeah and it's entertaining too oh absolutely absolutely all right this is great i mean so like um all right, everybody. So, like, I guess we're gonna sign off. So, we'll we'll see you again, like, on the on the next episode of of what is it? Uh, free will, um, science, science and religion. <laughs>